and welcome to Winging It Podcast, episode 17, travelling with Liam Todd. Uh, I'm not going to call him Liam Todd, I'm going to call him Toddy, that's what I know him <laughs> as. Uh, yeah, we met in uh, a little place called Acle outside of Norwich um, quite a few years back, and we'll talk about that, as well as Southeast Asia, Australia, a bit of interrailing, and uh, plans for going forward for travel. Toddy, welcome to the show, how are you doing? Yeah, good mate, cheers, yeah, thanks for having me on. No, nah, a few people been asking, mate. Yeah, I've got, got a few people saying, when's Toddy getting on? I was like, yeah, 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 he's on the list. <laughs> in, in demand, man. You are, yeah, in demand, man. I think it's the story you all hear about, predominantly. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> there's a few things, yeah, we've got we've got like our little notes here that we're going to go through, but um, yeah. there's a few few comments I've had about um, some other things that I'm not sure if you want to go over, but we'll we'll talk about later on. Yeah, um, we'll anyway, yeah, so what are you up to? Where, where are you? What are you doing? Yeah, just at work, to be honest, mate. Um, just drove down down to Tunbridge Wells from Norwich this afternoon. Uh, yeah. A bit worse wear after a night out last night, but so it's a bit of an error. <laughs> so <laughs> you're, you're hungover right now, yeah? A little bit, yeah. I've yeah. woken yeah. up a little bit, but I had to stop like three times on the way. So I, didn't pause. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, this is pretty bad, to be fair. So I won't, won't be doing that again anytime soon. Where was the night yeah. out? Was it in Norwich? Yeah, yeah. It was my okay. birthday. So we ended up getting around here to Rebarby and that, and yeah. then uh, pubs on the way, and then just end up in the city. And then, what establishment did you end up in late on last night? Uh, well, the boys, they went to go into um, Mantra. Oh, God, right? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Because everything's table service now. Yeah. Nowhere's like, I mean, even, even the hideous places aren't like hideous as much now because it's just a table. But they end up going there, but they wouldn't let me on because I had a pair of Nike shorts on. Uh, so. <laughs> basic <laughs> yeah literally yeah i was just barbie everyone had shorts on i was like oh these will be fine and they're like yeah you can all come in apart from you with your nikes and i was like oh, man um Grim. and then the worst thing about it i should have just gone home yeah saw another mate and ended up going in it in cube cube never been in there is that yeah, with a queue it's up with yeah, queue, yeah. yeah yeah horrific <laughs> but a couple of drinks in there and then and then bumped into one of the lads as i left so late night, yeah, a bit late, yeah. So feel, feeling a bit sorry for myself at the minute. Nah, big fan of that. You're the first uh, guest on this podcast who's hungover, so you can take that mantra. Oh, there we go. I'll, t- I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah, love that. Yeah, so the big theme of this whole uh, episode is probably going to be about booze anyway. So yeah, yeah, you're kind of about booze. I mean, laugh. He's like, so uh, Toddy said to me that, oh yeah, look, I think most of my stories about alcohol. I'm like, mate, I think Southeast Asia pretty much is uh, Australia, definitely. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And Europe as well because it's so cheap. So yeah, yeah, I wouldn't worry about that. <laughs> um, yeah, we met in uh, a little place called Acle, uh, playing for the football team there. It's for people, most people know where that is, but that's kind of the gateway to the Norfolk Broads, uh, in between Norwich and Yarmouth. I think. To be yeah, fair, yeah. so um, that's quite a long time ago now, though, isn't it? Quite a few yeah, years, probably years ago. I'm not played now for like four years. It's probably pushing. I'm trying to think when I started, when I joined. I was like I 16 when I joined. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe five or six years ago, I think. Probably a bit longer than that, to be fair, mate. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, I, I really can't recall the actual date, but anyway. it's in between my first trip and going away again. So, yeah, yeah. years. Um, some good times in those, in those dressing rooms after some results. 100%. Yeah, yeah. That's some, some great laughs. Um, the few stories there, such as the um, trumpet um, fiasco. I don't know if you were there for that game when I started playing the trumpet before and after a few games. Yeah, I was. That was fantastic. Um, I forgot about that. I'd completely forgotten about that. Yeah, we lost the games, but um, 
Trump have made up for us. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. I think um, Jeff Handley, one of the players there, was, was quoted as saying that a big game we had against Hartsies, I think one of them was, bottom, I think they made bottom or we were bottom. Um, yeah. And we needed to win just to you kind, of, kind of stay up that season uh, near Christmas time. But I think they came in all serious, Hartsies. And then as soon as they came into the dressing rooms, they heard me whack, whacking out um, when the Saints go marching in on the trumpet. <laughs> He's like, oh, they just like took the clothes off, happy as Larry, shirt roulette. Um, all, Every all systems go, and we lost. Yeah. Striker with a number two on his back. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah, love that. Good times, good times. Yeah, but yeah, I do. I miss, I miss the, the LA good day, to be fair. So you're based in Norwich at the minute uh, with your yes. job, right? Yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And who, who do you work for now? So I work for a fitness company. Um, we, we sell gym equipment. Oh, yeah. Uh, essentially. So it's been, this last year has been absolute carnage. Uh, it's been ridiculously busy. Everyone's just buying, buying home equipment. But yeah, based, based in a showroom in Norwich. But now doing a bit of travelling and work as well. So covering a uh, showroom here in Tunbridge Wells, where I'm here at the minute. A yeah. couple of showrooms in London. And then a couple of others like, dotted about. Um, it's good there. Just, like, Do you do any like PT or is it just selling equipment? No, it's just selling equipment. Okay. I feel like a PT sometimes, trying to teach people how to do something, but... <laughs> it's, uh, it's literally just trying to sell them. Yeah. Sell them the best they can. <laughs> <Pretty> <laughs> cool. I don't think I've ever met anyone who's done that job. No, um, I haven't done it. Yeah. Is it? How did you get into that? Is that a bit random? Or I, I yeah, thought you worked for a bank yeah. before, didn't you? Yeah, I was. I, I was mortgage advisor for NatWest. Um, yeah. For like six years or so, and then before I went to Asia on the last trip, I'd left the bank. Yeah. Came home. In fact, I had some random little office job, uh, which was supposed to be sales. Um, but that was horrendous. It was so dead, so boring, just replying to emails. Yeah. Like, so stupid. So I just needed to find something else. And then this this job popped up. So I just applied for it and, and took it, to be fair. It just come up my chance, really. Yeah, like that. Yeah. Spontaneous. Take opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I train in the gym anyway. Um, I wanted to get into sales. Mm-hmm. So I was like, it's in the city. 20-minute walk from home, so I was like, it's ideal. Lovely. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess you've been doing that since COVID and stuff. So, um, yeah, yeah. I'm quite, it's quite weird because I think I was thinking gyms would be quiet because no one can go in them, but I guess people well, want to buy home equipment, I guess. Yeah, exactly. No one's been able to go in the gym, so they've been buying it all for uh, for a home. So Gap to the market. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, absolutely smashed it. Right. Enough of the boring business stuff. Um, yeah, so travel. Any plans yes. to go away in the coming yeah. months or next year? Uh, the coming months all depends on what we can do. Yes. Now, I yeah. want to get away. I'm absolutely gasping to get away. Yeah. Um, Mrs. We, we, I was sent to Mrs. Mate, uh, Poland and doing oh, Krakow. Yeah. Krakow, um, yeah. Great place. Both well keen on that for like a few days. So we're going to try and get that in at some point. Yeah. Um, but it's just going to be dependent on what we can do, to be honest. Um, other than that, after that, we're going to come out your way. Come oh, yeah. That's, that's oh, yeah. the plan. Just got to get the visa going. And again, can't really do a lot until uh, until things open up. But You're both going to get the uh, working visa? Yeah, just going to do that one. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah I would... Um, my only advice is probably start early with that because... Uh, I don't know if people know who listen to the show, but 
unlike Australia and New Zealand, you just apply and get it within an afternoon. With Canada, they do um, like random pools, even for work yeah. every week. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if you're touching thirty-one yet, Toddy. Are you approaching uh, twenty-what? I'm on twenty-eight this year. Ah, oh, yeah, you got loads of time. So yeah. for me, I was approaching uh, 30, 31. So we had like a really small window, like four months to get in. Oh, really? And because it's so random, you, you could get in or you could not. Like it's just totally random. Yeah. So we're lucky enough to get in, but I know that people do miss out. So because you're age, you're fine. Yeah, it's just like immediate rush. Um, yeah, it's, it's quite weird to plan because you'll get all your stuff ready, go in the pool, and then you're literally going to wait until you get an email to say you've been invited to come and do a work permit. Um, yeah, it's pretty but, nice. Pretty weird. Great, yeah, because you get two years. So um, yeah. Uh, highly recommend it. Yeah, great to hear. Any any ideas where you want to go or where you want to uh, be based? Probably just Vancouver, to be honest. Oh yeah, yeah. Everyone, I, everyone, everyone I spoke to says Vancouver's the place. Really? Okay. Yeah, I've heard good things. Yeah, it's a great place. Um, it's the, definitely the most mildest place in terms of weather. Yeah, it doesn't quite get the mild, the, the minus forties like the Toronto and East does. Oh, um, yeah, 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 I can't deal with that. But um. You've got the island, Vancouver Island, just over the over yeah. water, but you also got the mountains here. So you can do a bit of surfing or a bit of skiing or snowboarding if you want to. And there's quite That's a few right. hikes. Um, yeah, it's a pretty decent place to be fair, mate. Quite expensive though. Yeah, I suppose taking the pay pay covers it, does it? Does it pay well? Cool. Um not like Australia then. No, uh Australia is different <laughs> level, even New Zealand to an extent. Um, I would say it doesn't pay, I don't know what in the, your industry would be like but yeah um i feel like we've just got enough to live okay and save for traveling but um, yeah. there's not much left over That's what um, want, really. but pe- people always say it's expensive here so yeah um, yeah maybe it's better mind if you're saving up to come just a bit of a backup yeah it's what we it's what me and the missus doing now just saving and saving and saving to have a nice little pot yeah and then uh, either do like a bit of asia beforehand or maybe a little bit of south america or something yeah um and then, cool. Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah, I'm desperate to go back to Asia again. So it's a bit of a trek here for Asia, though. It must be, oh, yeah, across the water. Um, yeah. I'm not sure how, how far that would be, but I know um, there's a huge Asian community here. Um, I think you can yeah. get direct to Delhi, maybe Hong Kong, and possibly Japan um, because it's across the water, but it's still going to be 15 and 16 hours. But yeah, it's still yeah, a long you... flight, but. Yeah, I'd, I'd highly recommend it if you can get that in first. Yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah, oh, cool. Um, just give me a shout. Um, I'm probably going to do, in the next couple of weeks, some people here who are from Vancouver on the podcast. Yeah. So um, I guess you'll, you might be keen to hear what they think of um, prices, budgets, places to stay, etc. But Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, people are looking to come over here to Vancouver. We live in an area called Kits, Kitsilano, which right. has a beach. Um about 10 minute walk that way and then um, we are probably a half an hour walk from the city center known as downtown oh easy yeah so uh, it's a pretty popular place with um brits and irish uh, because yeah. of the location um but it's one of the most more people more expensive areas to live in so um, oh, yeah. but i'm sure you do your research yeah 100 yeah we're looking at well we speak to you to be fair <laughs> <laughs> If you um if you do manage to come out uh before like next year um yeah, yeah we'll we'll catch up for a few beers but um it'd be great to see you out here it'd be great yeah it'd be good to be out there see you cool that's great let's crack on with um the good stuff 
Um, yeah. Southeast Asia, let's do it. I know you love it, mate, because I, oh, everything I post, like, oh, wish I was back there. Yeah. Um, when did you first go? Where did, and then what was your plan uh, on your first trip there or your, your, your big first, trip there? First trip was, I think, 2017. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. 28. When did I go away? 20, oh, no, earlier than that. Maybe like 2015, 2016. Yeah. I think um, got together with the boys and we were going to do, a few of the lads said about doing like, uh, I think we were going to do like a week and a half, two weeks in Cancun. Oh, okay. Right. Um, yeah. Looked at it, budgeted it like two and a half, three grand or something. Wow. And then I was like, we were going to go all in, to be fair. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I was like, do you not fancy doing like three weeks in Thailand or something instead? Yeah. Everyone was like, yeah, all right, fine, fair enough. Let's do that. <laughs> so we just booked it and went. So the five of us had like three weeks out there uh, as a group. And that was pretty class. So, you know, got a really, real good insight into Thailand there. Yeah. And then just since then, I was just desperate to get back, to be fair. So, you know, me and me and my mate Geordie decided yeah. to sack in the jobs. Yeah. And get out there. And then just sort of pretty much just wing it, really. We had a, we had a decent plan. Yeah kind of followed it and like moved around really <laughs> that's what you do in Southeast Asia you just kind yeah, of yeah. I found that you kind of land and then, like, oh, then you, where, where do we go next I would go there yeah. or someone, yeah, or someone yeah. recommends it next place next place that loop yeah because I find it's so easy because it's such a popular route these days you get bus or train um, to yeah. anywhere and you can pretty much research quite well uh, places to go and see and do so did you did you and Jordy go obviously after your first trip? Was yeah. that a few was that a few years afterwards? Yeah, we so the first trip we done, I think it was I think it was I think it was 2015 or 2016. I can't remember which one yeah. I Um and then me and Jordy went in back end of 2018. Okay. Yeah. Start of 2019. Oh not, not a long yeah. ago to be fair. Yeah, it's not even two years since we've been back. Oh wow. And did you just uh fly into Bangkok? Is that where you started? No, we started in Amsterdam. Okay. Yeah. We were like, yeah. So the boy, all the boys came out to Amsterdam. There's about twelve of us. Uh, so we had a weekend in Amsterdam. Yeah. And we flew to Hong Kong. Yeah. And had about four nights in Hong Kong. Yeah. Three nights over, over there, which was pretty class, to be fair. Quite expensive, maybe. Hong yeah, it, it was expensive. Yeah, looking at eight quid a pint. Oh wow! Nine, oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. It, there's like a there is like a drinking district, uh, which is Lang Kwai Fong, I think it was called. Yeah. But we read up about it and that, and it just turned out everyone like went there, but went to the 7 Eleven. <laughs> okay. Bought cans and stood outside the 7 Eleven instead of yeah, going yeah. in the pub. So it was quite bizarre, really. <laughs> um, that was, Hong Kong was good. I really enjoyed that. And then, yeah, then we got into Bangkok. Yeah. Just had the one night, I think, in Bangkok. Mm hmm. Um, because it's I'm not a big fan of it anymore. Uh, you're not a fan? No, nah, the first the first time we went to Thailand, absolutely loved it. Yeah. Uh, we stayed on Kosan Road. Oh right, uh, okay, right in the thick of it. Yeah, hotel called Buddy Lodge. It's got a little rooftop pool. Um <laughs> it's, it's a quality little hotel. Yeah. Stayed right in the center. Um, and the first time was absolutely class. Mm-hmm. I think this time when we landed, we didn't get into about 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. So it was rucksacks on, trying to walk up. Kosan Road. Oh, yeah, that's hard work. Yeah, busy that. Yeah, and I think it was then like, oh, I really can't be bothered with this. Yeah, we're like just get to bed, and mm-hmm. we left like the next day. 
where did you go next after that? Did you go to Cambodia or did you carry on to Thailand? No, no, we, we stayed in Thailand. So we done a month in Thailand to begin with. Um, what did we do? I think we got a flight. Did we get a flight? I think we, yeah, we flew down to uh, Chumpon Airport and then got the ferry over to Koh Tao. Oh, yeah. Nice. Little island, yeah. Yeah, love. Absolutely love. Yeah, it's a great place, that, isn't it? Probably is my favourite island. Uh, I think in Southeast Asia, it's in my top three. Yeah, it's definitely up there. I think um, I said before on podcast, like my mate went there to go diving, but I couldn't dive because one, I hate water, like deep water. Yeah. Don't get me in that. But two, they wouldn't <laughs> let me do it anyway because my ears had like operations on my ears when I was younger. So they, they, wouldn't oh, really? cover, they wouldn't cover the insurance. So I was like, oh, okay. So my mate yeah. done that for like a week. And I was just like sat around the hotel on the beach and having a few beers, getting a few, you know, a few sunburnt days. And so yeah, yeah. Great time to be fair, really relaxed. Yeah, it's just, it's so chilled out, but it's proper lively as well. Yeah, I think you can find both. I think you can do both. Yeah, 100 percent um, It's a real nice mix. Yeah, I think um depends what you're looking for. Yeah, definitely. Um, so we had about I think we had about five or six days uh, mm-hmm. there over Christmas as well, on Christmas Day and there as well. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Done all the bits. I think it was obviously called. Is it chop? Is it choppers? The Australian bar with yeah, choppers. Yeah, 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 choppers. Barkle yeah. choppers end up in fishbowl. Yeah, like, just just buckets every night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these buckets are mental. Like two dollars, M one fifty whiskey. Oh, I, don't, I don't even know what else is in there. To be fair, um, and then it's the random stuff that gets thrown in as well. Yeah, I'll just pretend I didn't see that. But I think people yeah. like. Um, probably I imagine if, if you've not been to Thailand or anywhere like I keep I said before buckets but it is literally a bucket it's like a small bucket it is literally it? like a bucket in spade a bucket of spade you've got like drink to pop out of it just put it all in fill it, fill it with ice fill it with alcohol and mix it yeah. wander around with that I think a couple of those and, and you're well on your way oh absolutely <laughs> absolutely two of them and it's like yeah probably like two two pound fifty three pound each yeah yeah they're, they're, not, they're not expensive it's a cheap night, Thailand. <laughs> Did you go to full moon party after that? Yeah, after that we did a full moon for New Year. I want um, to ask you about full moon because I, um, I've never done it. The time we were, sp- yeah, we we're supposed to do it, but we had a decision to make first time around. We either go to the Malaysian Grand Prix or oh. full moon party. We couldn't do both because of the timing of it. Yeah. Um. So we actually decided to go to the Grand Prix. Um. Because we kind of said, "Oh, we'll go to full moon party any other time," but I've still not been. Um, oh. But what, what was your experience? Did you spend a week there like, for the build-up and stuff? Yeah, we, we got in, I think we flew, no, I flew, got the ferry over Yeah, a few days before New Year. We ended up having a bit longer there because we got caught in a massive storm. Oh, okay. Yeah. It hit like just after New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. So we ended up having about a week on, on Copenhagen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the build-up, I mean, there's not, there isn't really much build-up to it. The island's mm-hmm. pretty dead. Most of the time, I think, apart okay. from a few days around full moon. Yeah, yeah. And people flock like two, three days before mm-hmm. and then leave like two days after. Um, but no, it's good. We just met a few people at the hostel. Yeah. Um, just done a few bits around there, got a jeep out, drove around the island. Yeah. Done a few bits and bobs. And then, yeah, full then full moon party on New Year's Eve. Oh, just a mental, mental night. Yeah, I, I can't even imagine it. Like, it must be just like... Buckets and then just obviously the whole fluorescent colours partying on the beach. Yeah, right? everything. It's just everything is popping off on the beach. It's mega. Um, yeah, they got massive. 
you've got the guys that are uh, they're sort of standing there with the like uh, flaming skipping rope. Yeah, skipping flaming stuff. Of them going off. Every yeah. bar is just pumping buckets out, pumping music out, um, and then everyone's just having a great night. Uh, it's, it's just carnage. <laughs> the first time when I went with it, when we went with the lads the first time. Yeah. I took, I took a GoPro and just had it strapped to my head. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Like, we've got like three hours of footage somewhere. <laughs> we still haven't looked at it though. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome to look back on that. That's well, a great I idea. Think, I don't think the one of the lad who's got it, I don't think he even knows where the GoPro is. Um, oh, could be a gem, man. I, I think the memory card is still sitting in there. I don't think it's even <laughs> out yet. But we keep saying about looking at it, but I think it's probably about three, three and a half hours of footage yeah. um, of it all. And so we need to we need to find that. But yeah, it's a it's a it's a mega, mega night. I think I think there's like 40 odd thousand there. God, that is it's something stupid. That is crazy. Yeah. It's absolutely mental. Because we got to Kotal the morning after. So yeah. I don't know if you oh, because you're staying in your own, that's fine. But some people do stay on Kotal and go over for a night out and stay up all night until the first boat. Yeah, yeah. So when we got the boat, all these stragglers came on and they were just hanging big time. That would be, that'd be the worst thing to do. Yeah, getting the boat back. Or... It's against that 100%. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think based on what I saw on that boat with people being sick and stuff, I would advise people got... to stay on Copenhagen. Yeah, because every, I mean, everyone does everyone does it. You'll just get loads of buckets in and then you've got the little, there's a little bar up the side of the mountain. Yeah. Um, the infamous mushroom mountain bar. Oh yeah, yeah, classic. Heard about that, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get your special shake. And, uh, <laughs> it's, li- it's literally just like a kitchen up there, and then just, like frying mushrooms and then <laughs> blending them into like a, a milkshake. And you know, there you go. I think there's one on Co Towers, well, isn't there? Um, a bit further uh, up. I think it's at top of the mountain. There's a. It's not quite as well known as the Copenhagen one, but yeah, there is. There's, there's a, I think there's a couple. Uh, I do remember being asked if I wanted to go up uh, on a night out up, up that way, but I sort of now to stick to the drink. But um, yeah, there is, there is a, there is a bar that's like right up in the mountain. Yes, I think it's that one. I can't remember what it's great for sunset. Oh, okay, right, yeah. I can't remember what it's called though. I wonder I what it's like now because I went in 2013, but you obviously went in 20. 18, 19. So I wonder if yeah. it's more um, built out now than what I was... I did. It, it literally was exactly the same from the second time I went to the first time. Oh, was it? Oh, okay, fair enough. So there's nothing really changed that much. Not really changed at all. Oh, okay. That's kind Which of the nice. way. I really like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah I kind of expected it to be quite different, but it was it was still pretty much exactly the same. So I absolutely loved it. So after, yeah, after the filming party, where did you go? What was your plan um, after that? Plan after that was going to be what were we going to do? I think we were going to we were supposed to meet a mate in Phuket. Yeah. Um, who came came to Thailand with us originally, or we met him in Thailand originally. Mm-hmm. Then he then he done his working visa in Australia. Yeah. Um, and we hadn't seen him for like four. We hadn't seen him for like four years. Oh, wow. Um, and he was then coming over with his missus. Um, and then. Yeah, so we were supposed to meet them on Phuket, and then we got stranded on the island because it was a massive uh, like storm, massive yep. typhoon was going to hit hit the hit the islands. Okay. So like the water was so bad, um, and they just stopped the ferries for like a couple of days. Oh yeah, yeah. So we got stuck there probably an extra like two or three days. Mm-hmm. Um, messaged him and I was like, oh, we like, oh, we can't, we can't get off, you know. And he was like, oh, actually, 
I'm on Panyang anyway. Oh, well, what? What? <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, where did this come? He's like, yeah, we managed to like, just get over it. Okay. In the, in the absolute, like, the rain was absolutely horrendous. It poured down for like three days straight. Yeah. Uh, but we then just went down to Hadron, Hadron Beach, met him for a few drinks and that. Um, but then after that, when we finally got to leave, we then went to went to Krabi. Oh yeah, Krabi. I, spent, I didn't spend so much time in Krabi. I just went straight no. to Kailanta, I think. Yeah, we weren't planning and to pee-pee. do. Um, oh, PP, what a place. <laughs> oh let's talk, let's, let's talk about pp like what, what yeah uh, just, that's, a, that's a party place isn't it that is 24 7 isn't it yeah all, all day every day the time it's like a little sandbar <laughs> yeah not even an island there's not even an island you can't really drive around on it it's too small it's, you have to walk around the, the sandy streets a single, car, a single car or anything on the island yeah i don't think there is i think there's a few like little those little tuk tuk things but other than that it's, it's nothing is it two mountains and a sandbar and everything yeah. goes on you know, you've just got a few, well, a couple of hostels that are pure chaos, aren't they? Grim. Stones. <laughs> Stones is the main one, I think. Okay. I can't remember the other one. But we stayed at Stones. That was just... I guess the main attraction there is Maya Bay, isn't it? Um, but that was closed when we went. Oh, was um, it? Yeah, yeah, we went. It was closed the second time we went. We managed to go on the first trip. Oh, yeah. Okay. That is stunning. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a reason that people flock there from the beach, right? The film, but um, yeah, yeah, unfortunately, you can get there. Yeah, yeah, they, they shut it off the second time we went. Um, yeah, but I've been there once, so that takes it off, and you done it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah, PP is just for such a tiny little island. Just, mental. it's just a bit chaos. Like, I, I think I've described in other episodes that yeah, I've, I've got lost in that island. I'm not out somehow, even though there's that small. I got lost. lost. I don't know. I was just wandering on my own, and then the, yeah, this guy who was a diving instructor there sort of led me back to my hostel <laughs> um <laughs> like i don't even i can't even remember the night out it's just too boozed up all i remember the night out was that guy i don't know if you saw him but there's a local who had a big tv and he had fifa and he would um uh it's like 100 baht a go you can play him and if you if you win obviously you get the money if you lose you you pay oh, the money yeah. he was a bit he was a bit of a demon he he was smashing people who are drunk and can press the buttons like <laughs> <Zelda>. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, I remember that. yeah strange and then yeah I, the hostel we stayed in I, I don't think it was stones it was another one um, but it's like 30 40 people in a dorm room like it's loads of bunk beds oh. in a row and we just decided to get out of there that's just too grim even for us at that sort of like yeah. basic level of backpacking in Savage Asia so we booked one of the nicer um, guest houses on the edge of the sand sand nice. like bit in the middle Still only cost you like a tenner a night. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, and we had like three of us share rooms. It wasn't even that expensive, but it's just nice to sleep somewhere normal. <laughs> Bit of aircon, nice comfortable. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. But yeah, yeah if, no, you, if you want the party of, I guess a full moon party, I guess you can go PP if you don't if you yeah, can't get there. It's just just a smaller scale. Yeah, isn't it really? Um, yeah, it's it's good, but I think once you've been once, I wouldn't bother going back. If I went back to Thailand now, I'd just avoid PP. Yeah, strange. So I do want to go to Maya Bay, but I don't. I can't deal with the PP. Um, that would be that'd be the only reason I'd go back was you to go to Maya Bay again. But... Yeah, maybe a bit like one like expensive night out at uh, night somewhere like on because yeah. you can book those like villas, can't you, up further up the the, the sides, right? They're, they're a bit more expensive, yeah. but um, could maybe do that and then go to Maya Bay. Might be an yeah. option. Be worth it. Did you go to, yes, did you go to anywhere else in Thailand after that? Or, yeah, or was... we then went, 
Where do we go after PP? Actually, I don't think we done. I think we done Krabby, and then I think we might have done Colanta after Krabby. Okay, yeah. But I really had like two or three nights in Colanta. Yeah, Big Island. Uh, yeah, we went purely just to kind of chill out after yeah, a couple same. Of, of just booze, and then in the end found a jungle party. <laughs> Carry on. Still, yeah, and just start. Still went there. I think we had like two nights off, and then found this jungle party. We're like, oh, let's go in. Lured <laughs> <laughs> in by the buckets. <laughs> yeah, it, it led, I can see why you can go for six months and get absolutely boozed out, but not for very much money or memory because those yeah. buckets are lethal and cheap. They are. They are. I mean, they're good fun. Okay, so anything else to wrap up with Thailand, or and when we want uh, to? Yeah, the only I mean the only other bit which I don't think most people do is um, after we done PP done crabbing, we then went to Khao Sok National Park. Ah, oh, right, nice. Yeah, I've not done that. Yeah, so that was fantastic. Yeah, absolutely amazing. So we, I can't remember what we paid for it. But we booked like the overnight stay on the on the lake. Yeah, um, and you just you get fit, you get obviously ferried out there do a couple of little boat trips around and then you are just staying and it's like a man-made system of lakes. It's like a big version of the broads. <laughs> it's like Acor, like isn't it? But better scale, yeah. <laughs> the Acor Thailand. Exactly. That is, that is exactly what it is. You see Puth um, partying down there on a Wednesday night. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, we stayed on that and you just uh, literally on a little, this little wooden floating hut nice um and it's, it's really good you then just have a massive communal table where everyone's eating together you've got no wi-fi no phone signal nothing so if you end up just sitting there playing cards and that you hear the monkey like monkeys in the background because it's all mm. rainforest everywhere yeah that was that was sensational so you know most i don't think a lot of people go i tell you what no um all, all, um, all the people i probably know actually um, haven't done that so it's a great recommendation for someone who's wow. going to Thailand to chuck that yeah. in if you're there for like a month or something definitely get it in because it is absolutely sensational love that yeah something absolutely. new I love people come up with like new recommendations on this because the whole point really like um, yeah. someone can now go oh, okay so totally said that right write that down yeah okay yeah cow shock definitely I'd recommend that nice yeah. so if, if I now go back I'm now going there because you said it so yeah do it definitely yeah. um, big fan of that after that we went up to Chiang Mai um, oh yeah, about, and really had about three days in Chiang Mai, I think. Yeah. Um, before we came to the end, and then, and then we had the flight booked out to get into Laos. I um, oh, so flew into Laos. You didn't get the bus. Yeah. Well, I remember you saying you had like a twenty-four-hour <laughs> bus ride. Uh, I've never gone from Did Thailand to Laos. Um, yeah, I came from Vietnam to Laos, but I, obviously oh, I, I came from Laos to Thailand. So I came. I guess it's the same. But um, yeah. I remember you the Lao to Thailand isn't too bad because once because the roads in Laos are shit, so yeah, that's the hard part. But once you get to the Thailand border and the roads are normal, it's just like a oh, right. paved road, so it's um it's pretty painless from there. But yeah, I just read. I think maybe I didn't do enough research on it. I just read that it was like really difficult to get over, uh, and then yeah. it was yeah, it was always oh, like a two day boat. Yeah, you can like, uh, um, you have to cross a river, whatever you have to do. So yeah. Um, Go any other way. I'm sure you can come the same way from Thailand, but yeah, you, you literally get a boat across the river and one side is Thailand, one side is Laos. So yeah. that's possible. Or it's a two-day boat ride, I think. You're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I thought, no, nah, I don't fancy that. And it yeah. was like, probably like 40 quid. Yeah, just saves time, doesn't it? I was like, let's just do it. Yeah. 
So we flew into Lyre and, and had, we had like two weeks in Lyre. Oh, nice. Decent time. Yeah, we thought we'd just have like a two-week chill out other than, other than Van Vieng. Um, yeah. And that, so we ended up spending overall probably about 10 days in Lang Prabang. What place? I just absolutely loved it. Love that I place. I really wasn't yeah. expecting it to be anything much. And then it's all about the curfew, like the curfew at like 10 o'clock where everything shuts. Yeah. Um, and we're like, oh, you know, it's going to be a real nice chill out. Um, we just proper loved it. Yeah, it's um night market up every day. Yeah, the little like there's that little alleyway just with all of the food, all that like the grilled meat and then the veg stand. Yeah, and you just get a massive meal for like two quid. And it's also got uh, a mix of um, like local places to eat and also trendy cafes like for coffee yeah. and the, the typical backpacker cafe. You know, um, yeah. on my notes here we've got to talk about a few things in Langford because I've been yeah once. Uh, early on with my mate and there's like yeah. 10 of us on the bus because that horrendous bus ride we all sort of bonded over it so there's like 10 yeah. 15 of us hanging around for like a week and then I took Emma uh, well we both went to that the second time around yeah um, unfortunately I was pretty ill I think I was pretty I was sick for two or three days but she managed oh, to get man. out and see all the stuff that I saw but yeah. let's talk about the bowling alley oh yes <laughs> <laughs> I know I've, I got to talk about it again I've talked about it before on this podcast but in, as Tolly said, in Grand Prabang, there's a curfew uh, later on in the night, but there's one place you can go to go and drink, and that's the bowling alley. It's government <laughs> run, and it you go there to bowl, like proper bowling, but you also go there to drink. So, what was your um, experience there? Just the, like the most surreal thing. <laughs> like we saw about the curfew, and then we're like, and I, I can't, I don't know if you told me about the bowling alley originally. Oh, okay, right. Um, and I was like, oh, that sounds pretty cool. And it was like, yeah, Utopia Bar was open until, I think, midnight. Ah, yeah, I was, was going to come to that afterwards, but yeah. 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 So it, all, it always ended up being Utopia first and then the mm. bowling alley. I think we only went about twice to the bowling alley, but it was just like, yeah, it was like the only place open is a bowling alley. Yeah, and it's got yeah, a bar. Outside, it's got an archery range. Oh, is it? Bloody hell, I didn't realise that at the time. Not there. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> we turned up and it was like a little art, an archery range outside. <laughs> no. Everyone's back and got a an hour in hand and I'm like, mm, God. I was all love a go at this. <laughs> <laughs> so we turned up for that. There was, a, there, was a, there was a wedding going on next to it all as well. Yeah. Um, which I think Geordie went outside at one point and was invited into the wedding. Okay. They were like so. I don't know why they were like so shocked to see like a white man, but they were like he got chatting to some guy and he was like, "Oh yeah, come to the wedding." <laughs> so I don't know if he, I don't know if he actually went into it or not. But yeah, bowling alley was literally is just bowling alley with like a five pound bottle of vodka. Yeah, people probably like, like, like hideous rice vodka. Though. Oh yeah, grim. Oh. It kills your throat. I guess people who haven't been are like, I still can't imagine what it's like, but just imagine going to a Hollywood Bowl or yeah. I don't even know what's in the UK these days. And just imagine that's the only place you can go. You are bowling in groups of your friends, but you also got a load of booze on the go, like that vodka. And it's yeah. just carnage. Like you're just like, you had the archery outside as well. So you've got people bowing arrows, people bowling, like absolutely boozed up. Like it's just party central in this one sort it's of weird so location. Funny. It's just so funny. It was- yeah. It's so surreal, but absolutely loved it. <laughs> it's carnage that night. And then for some reason, I, I don't know if it's the same for you, but they, the local taxi people can stay up 
just to take people from there to yeah. where they lived. Um, oh, yeah, stayed. I Lincoln and there was like 10 tuk-tuks. Yeah, so they must be having an exemption to run for that one yeah. place, right? I'm guessing so. If it, I mean, I suppose if it is government run, like you said, then I'm guessing they get like special permits or whatever. But yeah, um, yeah, just remember coming outside and they've been like, oh, yeah, you're going back. I'm like, yeah, perfect. Yeah, crazy I, night. I when we turned up at the first point, I'm thinking, that's gone 10. I was like, how do we get back? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we thought that to be fair as well. But um, yeah, <laughs> you come outside, I think. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. it's all by the yeah. river as well, isn't it? By the Mekon, so. Yeah, that's that's class as well. I, I love that bit. We we went and sat down by the river for like a few beers and sunset one night, and that was that was like sensational. That kind of sums up Utopia Bar, right? We loved Utopia. We went there yeah, so a few good. years ago, but this bar is um, elevated, so it has a view over the river, and it's just like one of those classic backpacker bars where you're sort of like laying on those beds with a a beer in hand, and it's got sunset yeah. coming down. It's a bit of a dream, really, isn't it? Yeah, fire pits come out at night, don't they? And then yeah. Uh, the sand bit and then just just a real great vibe in there yeah absolutely, absolutely love that bar chilled so, vibe it's probably my favorite one of my favorite bars i went to in southeast asia i think yeah i'd, I'd be I'd, I'd agree with that that's uh yeah it's a good show it's mega um and then you've got quangzi quangzi waterfalls yep up the road just beautiful <laughs> like um that's waterfall awesome. i think we knew about it um as a group coming off because um, we are we arrived after curfew i don't know if you all oh, right oh uh, i remember you planned about this actually yeah like it's a nightmare we didn't book anywhere and <laughs> we had to run around town everyone's trying to find somewhere to stay um but anyway we booked in to Quangzi falls yeah. as a group there's like 10 of us going in these like um tuk -tuk things and then when i arrived i was like whoa what is this place it's crazy it's just it's just so good so blue there's like different levels of waterfalls and they all fall down to like yeah. it goes down and it levels out, down levels out. A few, yeah, a few little pools, and then one yeah. bit you can swim, you can swim in and get in, uh, and then there's the main waterfall at the top. Yeah, uh, you can hike to the top. Um, yeah, we, we did. did. We hiked up over the top. That was pretty cool. In flip flops. Beer at the top. Yeah, I think we done flip flops as well. Yeah, classic. Uh, yeah, easy, easy. And the beer, beer at the top. Yep, yeah, lovely. As always. As always. And, then, and then back down. But yeah, that Quangzi was fantastic. Absolutely. I just, I just couldn't believe the place. I, I, it's weird. Lao didn't know much about it at the time. This little like utopian city. Well, it's not just a city, really. It's a town, isn't it? Small town. Yeah. I'm like, what is this place? It's just too good to be true. Yeah, I thought the exact same thing. Just I didn't expect much of it at all. Mm. And then we turned up and it was like, Colangrobane feels good. Yeah, yeah. Like this. And then it was like, yeah. And so we ended up, we were there for about, I think we were there for about six days. Mm -hmm. It was uh, Girl at a hostel we, we got chatting to, and she was saying her, her brother lives in Vietnam. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to head up north to a, a small a village called Nong Kiao. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so she she said she was going to head up there. So we were like, okay, well, we'll do it as well. Yeah. I've never heard of this place. Yeah, yeah, I've never heard of it. Yeah. She reckons it was her brother's, like, favourite place in Asia. Oh, wow. I was like, oh, if you live in Asia, and that's your favourite spot. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not getting the best best viewpoint i've ever been to <laughs> that probably is my favorite spot in the world really that viewpoint is absolutely breathtaking oh wow God. so is it is it like a really small tiny like... little tiny little village oh wow okay there's like nothing going on there's a fantastic curry house <laughs> yeah a really really good curry house um a couple of like, like guest houses sort of thing 
mm-hmm. trotted around um, and like one one bar. Okay. Um, that is like it. How'd you get there? Was it by bus? We went up on the bus, yeah. It was, like, yeah. It was only about four hours. Okay. Um, yeah. So it weren't actually that far. I mean, it's still a bit dodgy on the bus, but yeah, yeah. Like, even when you get out of Lancaster, the roads up there were pretty, pretty bad. Yeah, they're awful. One of the worst in the world I've experienced. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, actually, they are the worst in the world of them, but <laughs> 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 yeah, but that, that was that was insane up there. So, yeah, anyone going for La- Langrabang, get the bus up there. Non Kiao. Okay. Non Kiao, what a little place. Great. Great number of recommendation. Big fan of yeah, that as well. We, we ended up meeting some guy. We were in the bar. Um, and there was there was me and Geordie, uh, and then a couple others that we'd met. And this this guy walked in, uh, this Canadian guy, and he just sat down mm-hmm. and he just brought his brought his own bottle of vodka in. <laughs> okay. Um and then and I said I saw it and it's like it's a vodka that I quite like. And the guy must have heard me say it, and he was like, Oh, do you want to join me then? So we started like pouring us shots of this vodka out. <laughs> Like it was quite funny. We got chatting to him and he owned a hotel up the road. Okay. Yeah. And he was like, he said he what? He's like, I've just opened up. If you leave me a review on like booking.com, I'll give you a bit. <laughs> fair enough. Doesn't so, oh, fair enough. He's like, come by tomorrow. Yeah. Sit out on the terrace and I'll give you a bit. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, fair enough. So done that. Got chatting to him and stuff. And then he was like, um, and then he said he tell you what, there you go, no one's here. If you leave me that review, you can, have a, you can stay for the night. Okay. So what? It's like we looked on Booking.com. It's like forty-five pound a night to stay there. Oh wow, that's expensive. Yeah. Bloody hell. Like it was a really nice place, but yeah. I was like, like there's no one in the village. How's it going? How's it going to attract business there? I, no, I had absolutely no idea. No one really knows about it, but sounds of it. And yeah, I think he was based on because there's a lot of like uh, work going on around now, isn't there? From, from yes, like, China. So I yeah. think he got in there, like I think he was basically speculating that it was gonna get big. Um, I mean, start ten pound a night, not forty five. Yeah, <laughs> um, it, was, it, was, it was really nice. So he gave yeah. us a free night and a free bit. Lovely. Oh, lovely. And did you go up to do tubing after that? Yeah, straight down. Yeah, back to oh, yeah, a couple of days at Langkawang again. Yeah, and then down to Vang Vieng. I think we had about. Trying to think what we've done. Probably about five nights in Bang Vieng. Yeah. We had so much time. Um, probably an error, to be fair. What too long? Yeah. 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 Did you did, did, did you do much tubing or was it just yeah, we went tw- on it twice. Yeah. Um, like the first day, there was a couple of, there was a few guys we'd met in in uh Lang Prabang were down there as well. So we stayed at Hostel called Nana's Backpackers. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that was the main meeting place with the tubing. Yeah. It was kind of like every morning, the guy would come out on his speakerphone. Tubing! Right. <laughs> and just go mental. And then everyone would get in the bus and go down. Yeah. Uh, but we, yeah, we had like, it was just, that was like free, it was free vodka and free whiskey from like seven till nine. <sighs> um. And we got got ready for that. Bumped into like, got chatting to a couple of lads, and they were as a group of twelve. Um, so it was a real mixed bunch, and actually got, got on really well with that whole group. Mm-hmm. Met them elsewhere after and everything like that. Yeah. Um, 
and yeah but it was like i was like oh free vodka whiskey lovely let's just smash that in for two hours and then we'll go out but it was that it was that like 30p bottle in the shop that rice yeah, yeah. stuff and that was horrific <laughs> the worst thing i've ever drank <laughs> but just not managed to get it in <laughs> just because it was free <laughs> and then yeah and then t- tubing twice but i think after the i think after about four nights out yeah. on the bands there yeah I, I was in a bad way that next day <laughs> that last, I think we'd we'd we had to move hostels because they then, then didn't have any rooms. Yeah. After we'd finished, so we moved like literally next door. And I was just so hungover. Like, I couldn't eat. I couldn't oh, wow. drink. I was like, I think dying. You, you do need <laughs> days off, don't you? I think in Southeast Asia. Yeah, I had to just stop. Because it is non stop. It was like the first hangover I'd had uh, on the trip. And it, it just hit me like, yeah. All catches up with you, I think. Just wiped me out completely. Yeah, um, I was fine the next day, like no problems. But that day was was pretty bad. Did you um enjoy the actual tubing event? You know. Yeah, it did. It was really good. And all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So there was, I think there was two because it all got cancelled, didn't it? Originally, yeah. like yeah, cancelled. I went there the first time. Too many people dying and stuff. Yeah. And then they, just, I think just, they've only just sort of slowly started bringing yeah. it out. I think it was only like four bars. Okay. When we done it. Yeah. Um, I think there was another route as well somewhere else up the river mm-hmm. I think one of the other lads said he'd done a different one like the day before but yeah it was great Yeah, you, you go to the shop, you buy a bottle of whiskey buy a bottle of vodka, whatever take it with you along, then stop off at the bars everyone just got just grim did they um, they chuck in stuff into the water right, to get you back into the, the side of the river right, is that what happens when you Sort of going uh, down the river. Do you get like think, something thrown in? I can't remember if they did. I think it was almost kind of just paddle over. Oh, right. Fair enough. Yeah. Really slow moving river. Oh, is it? Fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like it was really slow. Um, and I think you just managed to like, yeah, get yourself over there. Yeah. And then get out. Um, then there's like the bungee jump, like the yeah, not the bungee, like the uh oh, what's it called? Like, the little zip line thing. Oh yeah. Into the river. Yeah. Oh, one of the bars which when you think back about it, it's so dangerous, <laughs> isn't it? It's just dangerous. It's um, a lot of people do uh, come near to death on that experience because they just get boozed up in yeah. water, jumping in. God, mental. We were, we were doing it. We were having a great time. I look back <laughs> and Ooh, bloody hell! <laughs> <laughs> Did you go to uh, VNTN after that? I guess, and then flew to yeah, we, Vietnam. We didn't. We flew into Hanoi after. Yeah. So we went to VNTN just purely for the flight out. There's nothing going on there. VNTN, yeah, it's all right for, for maybe a, a day and a night, maybe two days at a stretch. I think we just done the, the one day. Um, yeah, we checked out a few um, museums about the war and Vietnam War. And, yeah. and there's a few nice like uh, bars and restaurants around the town. But yeah, there's not much going on. Just a nice little yeah. place to be based if you need to fly out somewhere. Yeah, literally, that's all we done. So we had one night there. The night market was pretty good. Yeah, um, yeah. And then there was, um, we just went to a bar. That that was it. To be fair, we didn't really know there was any too many museums down there. Um, I yeah, didn't really realise at the time how much Laos was affected. Yeah, there's there's a museum down there. Oh, I cannot remember its name. They know I've got the name. I've got a T-shirt actually from there. Yeah. Um, it's something like bombs for 
legs or something like that. Something like that. I'm making oh, that. Oh yeah, because they get all the all the scrap metal, don't they? And yeah, you can go there and it tells you the stats about Lao. Like Lao just got as many bombs dropped on them as Vietnam, even though they're not involved and yeah, all this sort of stuff. Millions of bombs dropped on it. I remember yeah. actually when we were up in Nongkiao, going up the um, up the viewpoint trail. You yeah. get your little ticket. You pay like your pound to go up there, and you get your little ticket. And the guys are like, "Oh right, they've they've got a bomb just sitting there, yeah, in the front." And it's mental. Like, oh, yeah, and I'm like, "What? What is this?" And he was telling us about it, and he was like, "Don't leave the trail." He's like, "The trail has been carved out, so there's no bombs." Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, it makes there sense. Be, but there might be one ten yards over there, so don't go off the trail. I was like, uh, "There might be one." Sorry. He's like, there might be bombs. <laughs> 10 yards over there so don't leave the path like, uh, okay <laughs> what is going on yeah because that museum that we went to is all about villagers who've like lost their family because they've stepped on a mine and yeah it's just a bit you don't realize how much involved they were no, I didn't, or I didn't their byproduct of it yeah they had no involvement whatsoever but they were just a dumping ground for uh for the us to drop leave the bombs behind pretty bad to be fair uh, i found a place i'm just doing my research it's called cope c-o-p-e uh, oh, okay. visitor center and it's a it's a museum but it's also a charity to raise money for local people who are still in the villages like you say where you went there's yeah, still okay. areas where there's not been cleared out of mines um yeah. so any money helps um basically them to come mine free but it's just a huge project yeah um, so yeah cope visitor center if you go to Vientiane, it's worth a visit um, it's got great reviews um I felt quite moved to go in there actually. Um, be quite, that'd, be, that'd be interesting, that, actually. Yeah, yeah. So that's my one recommendation for that place. Um, oh. But yeah, the t shirt I've got is like bombs for legs or something because um, there's people losing legs. It's just a bit grim. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, um, grim, grim times. But anyway, let's move on to Vietnam uh, yeah. time. So did you get mopeds out? Yeah, we did. Did um, you buy one? No, we just rented. So we done, what did we do? We, we were into Hanoi, it was, it was um, Chinese New Year, so there's a lot of stuff that was closed. Oh yeah, classic, yeah. We didn't really have much going on in Hanoi, to be fair. Um, right. Apart from just like absolutely loving life, eating pho on the corner of the street. <laughs> yeah. That was, I absolutely loved that. Apart from that, there weren't really much going on. Because everywhere okay. we got. Um, so we'd had a few days there, then we went up to, we then going to do Halong Bay. Yep. Um, but we went up to Cat Bar Island. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We stayed on Cat Bar for like three nights, which was a bizarre feeling. I felt like I was in Benidorm on the on the beachfront. Yeah. Very like Spanish holiday. Yeah. Yeah, I know, I know exactly what you mean there. We didn't go there, but... Um, really done, strange. Done my research on that. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't... I'd, I'd say just go from Hanoi. If you're going to do Hanoi Bay, just do it from Hanoi. Yeah. Because we even had to... We couldn't like get the tour from... Ah, uh, I see. Yeah, because all the tours were based in Hanoi. Yeah, they go Hanoi to. Um, oh, straight up to Hanoi. Yeah, like you get you get um, out by the I guess by the water, get on your boat, and away you go. Yeah, so we we had to then like go somewhere else in Cat Bar to then get a ferry to then do it or something. Okay, it was a real, it was a real pain in the ass, but um, but we done how long anyway? But we got the yeah mopeds out on Cat Bar because it's a national park. Yeah, set up right around there for the day. Yeah, George's like first time ever on a moped. Okay, we done all right to be fair to start in Vietnam. <laughs> um, but yeah, we found like this old this old Vietnam war fort. Yeah, 
and just like it's all like the guns were still in place, uh, or like the mounted ones on the top of the forts and stuff. So that's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, then then straight down on, um, done the done an overnight boat. We didn't do because I know you done the did you do castaways, didn't you? Yeah, first time castaway tour, mental, crazy. Yeah. We thought about it, but decided against it. I don't. So, Sound like a pretty like not fancy one, but I think we paid about hundred quid for it. Yeah, like the second time around, we paid for like a nicer one because yeah, I mean, Castaway is brilliant if you're young and but if you're if you've been to like Full Moon Party and like Lao and all these party yeah. places, right? You don't need to do another party place in Haylong Bay. I would recommend ah. just doing a nice boat and doing some activities around uh, like kayaking and stuff like that. Um, yeah, yeah, that's, so that's I, what you're not missing out, mate. To be fair, nah, that's the decision we came to in the end. That's what we yeah. did party everywhere but you're one of the wonders of the world let's yeah yeah let's take it in a bit so yeah we just done done one of those that's pretty good yeah um, met some pretty cool people on there a couple of like brazilian brazilian guy and his missus yeah uh, and, like we turned up it was just all couples and we're like oh this could be like this could be really boring <laughs> yeah uh, then we like sat down in the evening had a couple of beers and the, this, this guy came over and started chatting to us I can't remember what he was chatting to us about. Like he just jumped in a conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, me and the, me and the wife, we've been we turned up and thought, oh, this is gonna be boring. It's all couples, and then saw you two boys turn up and thought, ah, oh, English lads, we'll drink with them tonight. <laughs> <laughs> we ended up just sitting here and just sm- smashing the uh, the little bar uh, from there. And then it, it was quite funny though because we were chatting like where you're from, and we we're like obviously Norwich, and he was like, ah, oh. he's like, I absolutely love Commons mustard. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> Everywhere you go, there's something Everywhere. about Norwich, isn't there? Something about it, and he was like, "I absolutely love it." <laughs> it was so funny. <sighs> yeah, I mean, that doesn't surprise me. We 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 met quite a few people, few people on that boat, but obviously we were a couple at the time. But um, it was actually quite good fun. We actually met some decent people on there. Um, yeah. What's really weird on our boat? Uh, there's Americans on it. There must have been. Late 20s, I'd say, three of them. And it's clear they've never been to Asia. Um, and, it, you know, they're talking about like they get like nine days holiday a year and all this sort of stuff, right? Like typical American. Nine days holiday. <laughs> yeah. So they, they put this trip and he managed to like blag an extra day or something. And he's like, yeah. So we decided to come to Vietnam because of the history and want to see what it was like. And he, on the bus down, Ben and I are child in Asia quite a lot at this point. But I just saw him look. He goes, yeah, they just, he sort of said something like, oh, they live in houses like we do. I'm like, mate, what are you expecting? Like mud huts or something? Like this is just, this is 2018 or 19 at that point. He just couldn't believe that it's actually looked similar to where he's from. So it's quite good to see that he was getting a bit of a wake-up call in terms of the rest of the world. But actually those American guys are pretty decent and they're, yeah. they're quite a bit of a laugh actually. Um, but yeah, it was their first time in Asia. So that's quite interesting to watch. Yeah, yeah, it's quite, it's, it's quite funny when you see people away for the very first time. And yeah, they're shocking their faces, like, when they see stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, the bus is really nice. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's not like, it's not a like hundred years ago, mate. It's it's modern day. I think some people, some people do think age is still so far behind. Yeah, we're actually progressing the most of anywhere. Yeah. So. Absolutely flying. Um, some of the best places, or best things, like, the best internet I've had in Asia, the best food is in Asia, the best some of the best hotel rooms or even hostels Asia like yeah it's got some of the best things right it is just the best place um did you go to 
anywhere further north than Hanoi other than that, or did you go straight down after no, your... We, we, I did want to go to Sapa. Yes. Um, we didn't get round to it. It was kind of like, because we were there in the February, so I think it was wet season up north. Okay, yeah. Um, and someone was saying, they're like, oh, don't, you know, April is like the best time to go. Yeah. In February, I really wanted to go up there because my, one of the main reasons we went traveling is a friend of mine dies in Sapa. Okay. Climbing, climbing Fancy Pan Mountain. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and yeah, he, he died on the mountain like a couple of years before we left. Wow. So that made me, made me kind of like evaluate a few things. Yeah, yeah. Of what you're doing, Toddy. You just work at a bank. What's the point? But just on that then, so yeah, because I know it's in our notes, so I wasn't come to work, like to finish it off but as you're here now. Is that one of the main reasons you actually decided to kind of quit your job and go traveling for a bit? Yeah, pretty much. It, just, you know, as a lad, I went, went for, uh, I think we went to like nursery together or whatever you call it now. Yeah. Um, first school, middle school and high school together. Yeah. Um, like one of them friends you went all the way to school with. Didn't, didn't knock about with him after school. Yeah, it happens uh, quite a bit, doesn't it? Yeah, but, but all the way through. And then, yeah, like, just sort of sort of got a message and was like, oh, have you seen about Aiden? Mm. And I know what's going on. And I knew he was out there traveling. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's gone missing. Um, up the mountain that. And then it was about a week later they found him. And uh, I was then like, oh, like Crikey. Yeah, it's grim. And I was yeah. just like, what? I was like, what? I just sat there and I was like, what am I doing? Yeah. I was like, I'm, now, I was like, I'm now gonna go to work for a job Bank. I don't really care about. I was like, you know, it's a good career and everything like that. But I was like, what is the point in going to work for someone else every day? So yeah. I just and then I was like, I've had enough, I'm going. Yeah, like so many, so many people do it, like just stay in these like crappy jobs um, where they well, think they have to do a career where you don't have to, like you can, you can just quit like you did and go off yeah. if you, you know, if you've got the money and stuff. But if not, make yeah, a plan. I, mean, I, just, I just saved after that, saved like, I'm trying to think when that was. That was like in the June. I did a little bit of saving for the next six months and then just yeah. had a year of solid saving. Yeah. I was like, I've had enough of doing it. Yeah. Well, got rid of my car, just lived on a push bike. Yeah. And I was like, right, I'm doing it. So that then, that made you like plan to have to go to Asia and yeah, that was, we, that we, was we to visit that mountain. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, I was going to go and climb it. Yeah. Uh, I still will go back. I still definitely want to go back to it. Um, but yeah, that was that was the catalyst to to get out mm-hmm. and then just maybe evaluate quite a few things really to be like, what? Yeah. What do you want to do? And I don't, don't want to live a life of just going to work, going home, going to work, going home. <laughs> it's absolutely relentless, isn't it? <laughs> I don't get it. I don't understand the. Yeah, it's. I've been a lot of reading recently and. It just makes me realise every day that there's, there's no value to it. I mean, unless you genuinely think what you do either helps a human being or human beings, or it's yeah. generally something you're interested in. I can't see, I don't know why people just part with it, like the day in, day yeah. out of going to it's a mundane, yeah, love, shitty job. I get it if you love what you do. Yeah. Fair enough. But like, I look at like my old man and my mum, and I'm like, you, you go home and you whinge about work. <laughs> and you go back the next day yeah every day yeah however many years I'm like, to go on holiday for two weeks 
yeah, it's not not for me that. <laughs> nah, me, me neither. To be fair, so That's I think I mean. if you come out here, um, I know it's quite an expensive place, but as a location to like maybe um, be in nature or being seeing stuff that's cool like there's so much stuff to see here it's huge like yeah bc in general you can go to the island you go like in the mountains like lakes absolutely loads of lakes loads of hikes yeah. you could really like almost do part-time and just go and see it um so, yeah yeah if you've got enough money behind you um but yeah that I, I totally get why you went this is kind of why i went i was so bored before i went i was, I was done mate i was like oh, norwich i've done it yeah I've had enough done my degree i thought yeah i'm gonna have a bit of fun now i think yeah yeah what well, i mean whilst you can yeah it. exactly yeah 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 absolutely um so yeah so you went to vietnam so you didn't get to see that mountain but you went to or was it fancy pan but um you went to yeah. further south right yeah we then just went down south uh so left halong bay got the bus overnight bus down to Hue. yeah um, that was the first overnight bus we'd done actually as well um like a 14 hour and I, I was dreading it a bit. I thought, ah, oh, I'm going to hate it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie, I actually loved it. Yeah, it's all right, isn't it? Being on buses are fine. We had a right laugh. It was good fun. Yeah. Um, and, then, and then just smashed buses everywhere after that, to be fair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, went down to Huawei. I can't remember that much about Huawei. Uh, it has a massive um, the Imperial Royal City. Kingdom yeah. Palace ground. Where yeah, I think. Is that, the, like that. is that the Imperial City? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, massive yeah. motor around it. Yeah, that was that was impressive. Yeah, that was really really good. Apart from that, though, I don't really remember too much about it. Yeah, I don't think we done anything else. Um, no, it was just did. a stopover for a couple of nights for us. Yeah, um, and but from there we got was it from there? Yeah, it was from Huawei. We then rented bikes out. Yeah, and then rode down to Hoi An. Yeah. So we did a high pass. Yeah, lovely, awesome roads. Yeah. Um, down to uh, down to Hoi An, and again, yeah. this is now like the second time Jordy's ever been on a moped. <laughs> yeah, and we're cruising down there, so he done he got absolutely smashed that. To be honest, um, but that that was just great fun. Yeah, big uh, big fan of that. I, I met a few people doing that. Um, I kind of wish yeah. I did it. Uh, oh maybe yeah, ne- maybe next time. You go <laughs> when you're around the actual. You cut through the mountain. You go right up. You end up in the clouds. Yeah. Then you like spin round, you then get round to the side and you can see like Da Nang in the distance. And mm-hmm. um, then you end up riding through Da Nang to get into Hoi An. I think it was Hoi An. Hoi An or Notarang, I can't remember which one of them first. Uh, oh God, my geography here. I feel like um, I think it was Hawaii. Not, I think it was Notarang. I think the Trang. Cool, yeah, I probably should get a map up. Um, yeah, I think it was Notarang first. Um, bizarre place. Great uh, yeah, I don't, I don't like it. Yeah, no, I didn't. Really didn't enjoy it. Um, just it's like it's, it's very Russian, wasn't it? Russian resort type. Yeah. Yeah, really strange. Really like it's a holiday place to go and chill out for two weeks. Like yeah, as we said, those people who have two weeks a year to probably just go there, all inclusive or whatever, and yeah, get boozed up. Yeah, it was a great beach. Yeah, yeah. But just a quite a random, a random place really. <laughs> it was quite random. Yeah. Yeah. Second time around, I was like, Emma, we're not going there. We're not wasting time. Oh, yeah, I'd have, I wouldn't go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we went down to Hoi An. Absolutely loves Hoi An. Yep. Yeah, so again, it's one of those places. It's a bit like Luang Prabang, and it's a must. It's a, yeah. it's a cool little, vibe. Tiny little city. Old. There's an old fishing village on it. Old, like, yeah. port. Um, lanterns everywhere. Mm-hmm. The best banh mi 
Oh yeah, the best you had yeah. there was it? Me, yeah, there was one. Someone told us about it, and it was um, the woman who done it was called. She, she was like nicknamed the Barmy Queen. Okay, yeah. I think I think it was that Chef Anthony Bourdain had gone there. Oh yeah, yeah, we went to that one. That's unreal. Like, that is that place. Yeah, I thought it might that be that place. By far the best barmy in the country. That um, yeah, that was unreal actually. Um, we had one there, one in Hanoi that was pretty decent as well. But I think one in Hawaiian was better. Yeah, some that's what the people we met in Thailand they said about it. The message us, they're like, oh, go here. It's the best in the country. Mm. And we'd already had a couple up, couple up in Hanoi and that, and then a few here and there. I mean, it was just a generic lunch, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then went to that one, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" I don't think I had another one after. No, I don't think we had many actually. We didn't. Um, see I don't think I had another after that. I was like, "I'm not going to bother having another one." Yeah. Not going to be any good. It's going to be shit from then on, isn't it? Yeah, a couple yeah. of them not out probably, but um, yeah, that was mega. This did you go to the um? Did you go to the bridge, the Golden Hand? Japanese. Uh, oh no, we didn't. We were going to go up. Yeah. And then why didn't we go? So it's a day did. tour, pretty much. You can't yeah. just live there. Yeah, I don't think we... I just think we could be bothered. Yeah, fair enough. It's just a bridge of a hand on it. But um, Yeah, so I think someone like they went up and the visibility was terrible on the day they went. It's so high up. Yeah, the clouds can come over yeah, and yeah. you get no view. Like, all the ones on Instagram are like, no people there, clear sky, unbelievable drone view. But the reality is your eye level and it's cloud and there's loads of people there. Yeah. Yeah, so I think we were just like, ah, oh, can't be bothered. Mm-hmm. So it didn't bother. Fair. Um, I would say it's worth seeing, but um, don't like be emotional about it. Like if you miss no, it. I wasn't that phase. Yeah, I don't think you're missing too much. No, we had a couple of days at the beach at Hoi An as well. Yeah. Just went out and spent a couple of nights. I think it was probably two nights around the beach. Mm-hmm. I can't remember where we went after that. Oh, I went to Delat after that. In the yeah, Island. we went to Delat. Yeah. Absolutely. Lovely old place. But yeah. quite a lake. Yeah. Stunning. Wines, all that. I can't remember the hostel we stayed in, but it was really like, really cool. like colourful. And then just overlooked like a little valley. Or like yeah. a little um, Yeah, stunning little place. Yeah, but not many people do go there to be fair, because it's kind of a bit more further inland. But um, yeah, but we got there, we got but we got mopeds out there, we went for a few rides, load of, there's loads of waterfalls about. Waterfalls, uh, yeah. And then you go up through certain hills and that and there's like coffee plantations and things and yeah we've done some coffee uh is it weasel coffee done some of that um yeah, yeah. interesting um i didn't have any we didn't have any but i, I actually liked it but the ethics of it i'm not sure it, it, it's cool but yeah, yeah they, they trap in cages and stuff but uh, the co- actual coffee in terms of drink was was pretty cool pretty good yeah um, but they also, yeah, they grow wine up there as well. We went to these like this tour took us on these like greenhouses where they grow all this like fruit and and wine and coffee and yeah. obviously obviously the coffee as well. It's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty. I really liked the lot. Again, not too many people have been, but proper love that. I would recommend it because it's a bit more. It's no, it's less chaotic. It's a bit more very uh, chill. Yeah, yeah. And it's in the yeah, mountains. Yeah, yeah. I definitely got that vibe of. Um, out of the city, I'm out of the carnage. Yeah. Absolutely. And did you go to uh, Ho Chi Minh after that, I guess? Well, we done Moi Nai after that. Oh, okay. Never been. It was good. It was all right. It was just, it's just, there's not that much there. Yeah. We said a decent, decent hostel. And then 
I'm trying to think what they were paused. The only real thing there is like the sand dunes. Yeah, that rings a bell because randomly in our hostel, we had uh, everyone was there, it was like our age, uh, or a bit younger, like backpacking or in couples. And there's this one random American guy, he must be early 60s, late 50s. (laughs) All right. Retired, traveling on his own, but also again, staying in these party hostels sometimes. Yeah. Love to drink, all these stories, like ridiculous. But he loves Monet. I think he said, yeah, sand dunes there were worth checking out. Um, Or he was going there to go and check them out. But this guy was really eccentric. Yeah, they were pretty good fun. It was like just a a mini desert. Yeah. But it was really bizarre. But you you get like a little bodyboard or whatever and slide down there. Mm. It was good good fun. Yeah. Um, That was about it there, I think, though. And then you went to... Yeah. Um, Did you stay long there? We had about probably about four or five nights. Yeah, it's about standard, I think. Yeah, a couple of nights out. Yeah. I thought Bar Street or Walk-In Street, whatever, was pretty shit, to be honest. Uh, Is it the Backpacker Street? Yeah. I heard like amazing things. Someone told me, imagine Kosan Road, but better. So I was like, oh, mega. And I was like, actually, this is a bit shit. It's... It's just a t- it's just a street with a load of bars and then like it's yeah. the classic pl- plastic chair that side. It's it's all right. Like, I didn't I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. Um, we went for a few it. drinks first time around. Went a night out there. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't say it's nowhere near Coastline Road. Um, no, nah, no way. Which second, I think like, expectations were high from what people had said, and then I was like, ah. Yeah. Second time round, we had a few drinks on it, but again, it's all right. Yeah. Yeah, it's decent. Um, so I think what we've done from Ho Chi Minh, we've done, we done the Coochie Tunnels. Oh, you've done the Coochie Tunnels. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah I've not done tunnels. that. That was pretty good. Really interesting to see, like, almost like guerrilla warfare. Yeah. And what the Vietnamese are up to. Um, some brutal, brutal rat traps and stuff they'd laid. Oh, yeah. Is, oh. It quite, um, is it quite intense in terms of being in a closed space? You know, like... These are tunnels, right? So if you're claustrophobic, is it not the thing to do, or would you say you'd be all right? You don't really spend any time in a tunnel. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. You just go and they've got everything laid out of this would be here. You'd go into certain bits and they're like, oh, this would be like the weapons room. And there's like there's like a destroyed US tank mm-hmm. there as well. Um, and if you was you can crawl through one of the tunnels. Yeah. Um, they give you the option. So if you're not good with spaces, then probably don't do it because it was pretty tight yeah um but you're not really like you're not on your hands and knees crawling ah uh, fair enough i thought you might be like right in the thick of it yeah, like crawling yeah, through the tunnels yeah i mean even me small guy like me had to bend right down and God. <laughs> sort of squeeze through i mean they were small yeah um did you do the uh mausoleum for ho chi minh when you're there yes we did as well yeah What's your experience of that? That's quite a strange experience, isn't it? <laughs> One of the most bizarre things I've ever done. <laughs> yeah, bizarre, yeah. Um, it was even weirder the fact that he's like the revered leader and like, you know, the best Vietnamese man ever in history or whatever. Um, and his one wish was to be cremated and they didn't do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I was like, that is, that is charming. Pack him off and send him to Russia once a year to be yeah re-embalmed or whatever. It was weird because he looked like he was just asleep. Yeah, just asleep. Yeah. Um the so guard the guards were really strict, weren't they? The, yeah. the army guards, whatever they were. Like you could 
like even where you put your hands on the side when you walk and like tell you where to put them and like, oh god like i can't yeah, can't do turn anything your phone here. Off. turn your phone off as you go in yeah no photos obviously um, 20 seconds to walk around his body yeah and you can't I'm put your hands in your pockets like that's disrespectful you gotta like just walk yeah, yeah. almost like in mourning i guess yeah it was really really strange i think there's, there's like a pilgrimage for a lot of yes lot of, like followers as such um to go but yeah that was bit, that was just bizarre bizarre is the word i'd use yeah yeah it's a strange experience but i'm kind of glad i've done it actually yeah yeah um, and then the only thing that I, the only other thing we did really done in ho chi minh was then the uh it was the war museum yeah 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 that that was quite harrowing really harrowing yeah yeah um, yeah that you know the reading about it from their side of things and um the photos and, and stuff oh, and the agent orange oh yeah just a bit grim <laughs> That's horrendous. Um, it's good to learn about. Um, yeah, really. Because all you ever see about it is the American side from the films. Of course, yeah. You never see anything else about it. But to get it from their perspective was like, what? What? I don't know what they were even doing there. But yeah, it's a bit. Of, it's a. It's a huge um, subject. That it's not even not even that clear. Yeah, um, it's like what, I don't know why you're involved. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. I've a minute book at a minute by. Um, Simon Senek, um, and he talks about in, the infinite. It's called the Infinite Game, um, yeah. and he actually quoted the Vietnam War. The Americans went in with a finite attitude, which means they're going in there to win, whatever that means. Yeah. The Vietnamese have an infinite mindset where they're just going to carry on because they see in the future if they hold it off, they'll be you know, independent in the future and stuff, and be yeah. their own country, which they are now. Yeah, and he said, like, if you analyze the Vietnam War, most battles the US won. Like, if you, if you want to class winning as like maybe destroying the opponent, yeah. But he said, after all that and ten years and millions and billions of dollars, they still lost in brackets. Yeah, didn't do um, anything. Can't really work it out. But um, yeah, it's just a grim. Yeah, that Agent Orange one. I I would recommend doing it once and try and read and look at the stuff, and then it, I don't think you need to do that again. Nah, I wouldn't want to go back to that. No, I think I've done it twice actually now. But um, we were I in think, there for four hours, I think. Yeah, half a day. Like, I think the second time around, I missed the Agent Orange section. I couldn't deal with that again. But um, yeah, I wouldn't. Oh, yeah, that was pretty good. And then there's a guy. There's like the, the victims walking around there. Yes. Um, as well, and I was like, oh, you know, there was one guy who came up to me. I was walking around looking at bits. He just had like no arms from the elbow down. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you know, you can buy this thing or buy that. Um, and I was like, oh, I was like, here you go. Like, like gave him some money or whatever. I think, I don't know, maybe like a fiver or something. Yeah. And he was like, trying to give me this book. And, and I was like, no, nah. I was like, give the book. I was like, just have the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, it was, it was horrid. I hated yeah. it, but it's so good to see. Yeah, in terms of like knowledge. To learn. How grim human beings can be. Yeah, rank. Yeah. Um, wow. I think I said before on a, another episode, like there's five, ten percent of your experience in Southeast Asia where it's a bit harrowing. Yeah, um, but you need to look at that stuff. Yeah, which kind of brings us on to Cambodia because the killing fields, right? Killing fields. Yeah, and you went there. Absolutely horrific. Yeah, like just equally the same sort of thing where oh, a bit grim. Absolutely uh, rank. That was yeah. And it the prison worked. as well. Yeah, it's 27. That was as well. That was uh, that was pretty horrid. Killing fields the most. That the worst bit of the killing fields was definitely that 
Yeah, the tree. Yeah, the tree. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, I know you mentioned it on a pod, on an episode a couple of weeks ago where it was like the, they just smashed babies against it. Yeah, um, I don't think we need to delve into that, but nah, <laughs> try and keep it a bit lighthearted. But yeah, again, that's another thing you yeah, have to see. Yeah. But it was, all, it was just a yeah, but it was what was his name? Paul Potts, wasn't it? Paul uh, Pot. Paul Pot. Yeah. Yeah. What anyone, his name is. anyone who's intelligent, or anyone against his ideas, gone. That was a bizarre attitude. Very bizarre. Um, Let's move on to yeah yeah next one. I'm keen actually. I've got here a few things in my notes. I'm keen to your experience. The Anchor Sunrise Tour. I guess that's Anchor What, right? Anchor What, yeah. Did you go to the lake? Get the photo and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great scenes, isn't it? Yeah, fantastic. Absolutely brilliant. I'm not a big fan of sunrises. I'm not. Yeah, same. (laughs) The morning sometimes, but um, prefer a sunset every day of the week. But yeah, give me that. that. Anchor What was definitely worth it. That was class. Um, well worth a like three o'clock start. Yeah, it's an early start, isn't it? Yeah, but absolutely worth it. And then you went to Baton Bang, which I went to as well, randomly. Um, yeah, Baton Bang was, there's was, there was like nothing there. Nothing there apart from the train thing, the bamboo yeah, train. Yeah, there's a train thing in the bat caves, isn't there? Oh, bat caves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bat caves were good. I did enjoy that. I did like them. The We didn't bother doing the train. No, it's just a it's a wooden train with a thing at the back that makes it go. Yeah. Someone told us they literally done it and it was like a, just a hundred meter stretch. Or something. <laughs> yeah, it's not very long. It's a novelty, really, but um, it's quite a bit fun getting like the train off the tracks when someone else comes along. But yeah, probably uh, the most humid place I've ever been to in the world, Bam Bang. Though. Yeah, that's bloody hot, wasn't it? <laughs> I think we were there, and I think it was like like thirty five degrees at night. God, great. It was ah. Oh, it's just it was covered, soaked all day, all night. Um, what did we do after that? We then after that we went to Koh Rong. Koh Rong, yeah, um, yeah. But we done Koh Rong San Luem, smaller yeah. one. I don't know much about that to be fair. Just it's literally just it's the next little island, but a lot smaller. Okay, yeah. A mate of mine, I said, a guy I used to work with, set up. He just he's opened up a hostel. Okay, yeah. And on the islands, um, so we went to stay with him for a few days. Mm-hmm. tiny little island absolutely stunning absolutely loved it and is it, I guess it's less busy than the classic yeah, really, Chinook Field and all really that sort of quiet. stuff yeah really quiet but busy enough where Code Rong was like mega I think it was like real party island yes uh, and they almost had like their own full moon parties and that kind of thing yeah yeah yeah. Um, Sam Lem was a bit like a little locals island oh, okay yeah so, I said met, met my mate over there and Went out for a few drinks and he just checked, like everyone knew each other. Okay. There, there was in a couple of decent little, uh, decent little bars. Mm-hmm. Well, and like a lively bar down the end, <laughs> down the end of the beach, which everyone just flocked to. Yeah. That was pretty good. You had the, uh, the glow in the dark plankton as well. Oh, right. Okay. Nice. That, that was pretty class. Yeah. That, that was good. Um, apart from that, we just we were fairly chilled on that island. Maybe it's worth checking out. I might add that to the list if we go, yeah, if I go back to Cambodia. You want to have a look as well at um, Clearwater Bay. Okay. That is a stunning little beach. Clearwater Bay. I'll check that out later, actually. I've never heard pure, of it, so. Yeah, pure white sand. Yeah, dream. Like, turquoise green. Uh, like, 
Yeah, turquoise green water. Okay. Just right. stunning. No That's recommendation? Amazing. And there's no one there. Yeah, I'm going to check that out. I love new places I've never heard of. Yeah, Cambodia is not high on my list again, though, because I've been there quite a few times. So. I, would have, I don't think I'd bother going back to Cambodia, no. Yeah, I think it's, it's definitely nowhere near um, going again. If I've never been there, I would go there. But um, yeah. I think, like you, I don't think it's kind of top of my list. Um, no, we only, we only had about two weeks, I think, in Cambodia. I think that's quite a decent stretch, two weeks. I think you can get a lot done. Yeah, definitely. Done all the main bits. Avoided Sunukville. Yeah. Again, it's another party place. Oh, it's some people said it was just hideous. Yeah, just, some people love it, some people don't. Um, it's really weird getting people's opinions on that. Yeah. But I, I would go on the side of maybe just don't bother going there. That's, yeah, but yeah. there you go. Yeah, literally, that's what that's what we, we did. We just skipped it. Only went there to get the ferry to go wrong. And, and that was it. Okay. Um, in terms of time... I know you're knackered and you're hungover. Yeah. Um, we need to get a move on it. So I'm going to jump to Australia very quickly. Um, yeah. So you went to Sydney. Um, but yeah, you went to Sydney and then I guess you've done the bits and pieces around that, like Blue Mountains and stuff. And then did you go up the East Coast and down, I guess? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we, we, I, I went to Melbourne when I first went to Australia back in 2013. Yeah. So we skipped Melbourne. Um, went straight to Sydney to meet a mate. Um, stayed at his for a few days in Central Central Coast. Yep. Um, not a lot going on. It's nice, nice little place to be fair. Not a lot going on there. Mm-hmm. Apart from the football team that was the, that was the team that Usain Bolt played for. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Central Coast Mariners. Mariners, yeah. Um, yeah, but not not really much going on there. It's just a couple hours north of Sydney, and then we went back at the evening. Went into Sydney, stayed there. I I absolutely love Sydney. Yeah, great place. Just so good. I didn't like it first time, but I love I loved it the second time around. I loved it first time. I just both times I've just got there, I've just landed and felt like relieved. Yeah. Even the first time I went, I'd never been. Never dream place, isn't it? And I was just like, oh yeah, this is this is it. Right, <laughs> like, that is the dream. Um so yeah, smash Sydney, smash Bondi. Love oh, what a, I love Bondi, what a place. Yeah. Uh, There's definitely worse places, should we say? Oh, 100%, yeah. So we had a, we had a few days there, a couple of nights in the hostel, and uh, funny enough, some random, went to, ended up in some random like South American house party. <laughs> right. <laughs> we were at the hostel, we were at the one of the, I think we were at the, one of the YHA hostels. Yeah, yeah. And then mm-hmm. um, we walked in and the girl behind reception was like, oh, have you heard about the, um, the yeah, the like, Latino house party? And I thought she meant like house music. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. She's like, yeah, there's like in North, uh, North Bondi tonight. Okay. She's like, oh, I'll be there. So we're like, okay, fair enough. We'll, we'll probably go. Yeah. Got to find some of the lads in the hostel, just opened up the goon. And then uh, we're like, oh, should we go? So we got a taxi there and it was someone's house. Right. Just turned up. There's like 150 people in this like Absolutely rammed. Turned up. We thought it was a bar, so we took no alcohol with us. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. All the all the bottle shops are shut. Yeah. So there we were, just walking around, and there's like looking for a box of goon on the side just to catch. <laughs> <laughs> it was so surreal. Was it like Latina music, like on the, on the like, sound system, whatever? I honestly can't remember. Huh? <laughs> that, was, that, that sounds very cool, cool, though. It was quite like, yeah. It just turned up. It was someone's house. Wow. Absolutely rammed. 
that's why wow. I look backpacking like those sort of random things happen yeah like someone says something like oh yeah we'll check that out and then yeah there's another story in it probably dress up a turned up and we're like oh yeah nice so yeah, <laughs> exactly as you say another story that was good fun yeah um, and then yeah done, done the blue mountains yeah just getting yeah, like one of my favorite spots unreal views up there car oh, insane we done it first time i went back in like 2013 we done it i went for a, we were up there for a few days mm-hmm. uh, but this time we went in the morning as well yeah we got up at but just before sunrise at like half five walk to the valley and uh so they're waiting for that and then like when the clouds roll in mist is covering the valley but you can see the top of the peaks and that yeah dream just oh just insane love the place I don't think I really checked it out properly though. I've only done like a few viewpoints, but I need to go back and check that out, which I'll probably yeah, do yeah. next year. But you know, I wouldn't mind. I'd, I'd go back. I'd go back every time. Yeah, even to the same spot. I absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. So obviously, hike through it all. Uh, it's a long like you can do a lot of walking. Yeah, yeah, big place. A lot of walking, but it's so worth it. It's so so much fun. Uh, and then you yeah, up to. Newcastle? Yeah, up to Newcastle. So Geordie, he'd um they'd found out that they've got some family in Australia they never knew about. Oh, okay, right. That was like his, his uh they'd met he'd met him in Sydney, met that family member in Sydney. Mm-hmm. And then there's some more family in Newcastle. So he was like, I'm gonna go and see them. Yeah. So I was like, let's go. So we went up there, had a few days there. Small, small little city. Never checked it out. Nice place. Uh- it's just one of those places that no one ever really thinks on these coasts to go to, is it? But um, not, you just I'm sure it's got its merits. Yeah, it was all right. It was chilled out. Good beach. Yeah. A um, couple of good walks. Nothing major going on. We went and watched a bit of footy. Yeah, of course um, it got full team. Yeah, that was class. The footy, I mean, the footy was terrible. Oh, yeah, standards all throughout there, isn't it? Dreadful. I mean, Heskey was playing there at like 35. So, yeah, Robbie Fowler was there at 36. I think. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be Premier League level, but um, yeah, no, it's good. It's good. I like Newcastle. I really, really actually enjoyed it. And then after that, up to Byron Bay. Great place. Love Byron yeah, Bay. Love Byron. Bit hippie. Um, but um, see, I didn't, I didn't get that vibe. Did you not? Did you go no, to the. I didn't um, think the, it was Nimby. Uh, yeah, it is Nimby, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, we didn't. We sacked them in off on the first um, uh, tour back in 2013 because um, ran out of money. But um, oh, we went. Yeah. We went to Byron Bay second time. Yeah, like we went to the sunset on the beach. Like there's like all these like people in like dreadlocks come out with their like bongos and stuff. Oh, thought, really? oh yeah, yeah, a bit of a hippie vibe. But um, real chilled. Like love, lovely beach yeah. views. Uh, the vibe was great as well. Stunning place. So I turned up. I Geordie stayed. An extra day in Newcastle. Yeah. He was going to barbecue with it, the same family members. And I was like, I'll leave you. I was like, leave you to be with the family member. You, you do that. I'm going to head up and end up meeting a couple of people up there we've met already. Yeah. I got the bus up. I got the bus. Did I get a train? No, I got the train. Mm-hmm. The overnight train. I was supposed to get in at like 8 a.m., but got in at like 4 a.m. Oh, God. Right. And the hostel I booked, it was like our 24 hour reception. So I was like, oh, I'll just oh, okay. check. I was like, oh, I didn't, but I didn't book that first night. So I thought I'd get in in at eight, so I thought I'd be fine. So yeah, yeah. Thought, like, you can't check in. I was like, oh, but it's twenty four hours. He's like, nah, mate. <laughs> what, like, what do I do? Yeah. I was like, can I not come and like sleep on the sofa or something? He's like, no. 
<laughs> oh, I'm like, what do I do here? I left my bags with him. And there was a, the, when the bus driver dropped us off, he's like, oh, do you know Byron Bay well? I was like, what do you think, mate? No. <laughs> like, oh, down the road, there's a 24-hour pie shop and bakery. Okay, yeah. So I ended up leaving the hostel at like four. Yeah. Dropped my bags off. Went, went and got myself a nice meat pie. Meat pie. <laughs> and coffee. Um, sensational. Absolutely amazing. Did you stay in there for like four or five hours, didn't you? No, well, I ended up, and then I just walked up to the, there's a lighthouse. Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, we saw that. Yeah. I ended up just walking up to that mm-hmm. um, for sunrise. And it worked. I think it's, it's like Australia's most easterly point as well. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, and that's amazing. Mm. Yeah, it's good up there. Walked all the way up there. There's a few kangaroos hopping about as well. Yeah, of course, that night. Kangaroos popping around and... Yeah, love that. Yeah, sat up there for a couple of hours. Bumped into someone I've met in Asia, in Vanguier. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> and then we're at the same hostel, so wandered down with them and just... Always happens, doesn't it? You, know, you bump, I guess, in Southwest Asia, you're all doing the same routes. I guess I can see why people do, but even in other countries, you sort of bump into yeah, someone on the East Coast of Australia. Everywhere you go. Yeah. If you're on a long trip, it will be you will bump into other people. Yeah. Arrange to bump into other people. It's one of the great things of doing it, that, that sort of trip. Yeah, but that, that's it. it. I end up bumping into we end up bumping into loads of people from the big group of 12 in Vang Vang. Yeah. They then kind of separated and dispersed. So we end up meeting a couple in Australia, others back in Asia, mm. end up meeting a couple in Bali. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so you end up bumping into everywhere. I've even We've been one of one of the girls there. We even met her in uh, Southall. Oh right, okay. Down she, road. She's Canadian. Came over here. Yeah. And she was in Southall, so we're like, "Oh, we'll come, we'll come see her for coffee in there, and a few beers." Southall, so, great little place. Yeah, I love Southall. Yeah, yeah. It's just in the Suffolk coast. If no one knows what it is, um, it's got some. It's got some cliffs there. Uh, I don't know actually. I've been for it. A very long time. I'm not sure. But for Australia, though, I've yeah. got my notes here that you caught your first working visa up. What yeah, it is. We went out. I went out with a mate from school. Uh, worked. Basically, we didn't really save that much. I think we were 19. Yeah. We went. Um, saved up a bit of money. Went over there. Worked for his a friend of his mum's. Mm-hmm. And then. We just didn't like, we didn't like not get on, but it just didn't work out. Right. Sometimes it doesn't, to be fair. Yeah. It just didn't work out to be with each other 24 7. Yeah. Um, so it was then like, oh, you know, I, the, the work was pretty terrible. Mm-hmm. But I decided to then like come home for the summer. Yeah. We've been out there for like, we've been out there like three months. Okay. Two and a half months. But yeah. Mostly just like lived in this guy's house worked had the weekends off done bits and bobs in melbourne mm-hmm. and around and then up in, up to sydney yeah and then yeah decided i was like when the winter came up i was like i'm gonna go home work in the summer have the summer at home come back at the end of the year but then basically got offered uh a promotion at work yeah and i was like and that that's that's basically i was like do i set myself up with a good career mm-hmm. or do I do australia now and I was like, oh, I don't know. I took the job. I wish I had it now. 
yeah i mean if there's one bit of advice here it's don't take the job <laughs> or the promotion don't take the job <laughs> that's always going to be there when you get back it's always <laughs> going to be there i mean people might say the same for australia but when you're no, young it won't because i can't get work in the visa for australia now, so yeah yeah exactly yeah that's one of my travel tips this week. Just don't don't leave early because you only get one shot at a travel visa. Work yeah, work yeah. permit, should I say? Yeah, hundred percent. Don't don't cop one of them up. I, I cop two up. <laughs> yeah, do we do we mention a second one? I wasn't going to go there, but then you'll make sure <laughs> um, put in a hashtag. Is it New Zealand in four days? New Zealand. So yeah, I mean, I thought it'd be a good topic to chat about. To be fair, because there's there's all the glamour of traveling and doing it solo, like you've done, and and I've done it solo as well myself now. Yeah, um, and bits and bobs, but yeah, I went went to New Zealand and shit myself basically. Yeah, just went on my own. Didn't know anyone. Out. I didn't. I didn't do really any planning. Yeah, I knew where to go, but didn't really plan anything. Just sort of turned up and thought this will all work fine. And then I don't know what happened. Completely bottled it. Completely well, lost. Lost all confidence in myself to do anything. Yeah, and came home a week later. Did you, so you booked your work permit, uh, work visa, right? You had that on the go. Yeah, I booked that straight away. So you, when you landed, you could have like got a job, et cetera. So yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think this is a good topic because I actually feel really, I feel really bad actually because this is worth saying as well. Because when you arrive back, uh, back into Acle, you're playing, I think we're playing football and I sort of rinse yeah, yeah. in the change room for like, I find you for not, not adapting to a first world country. Yeah, that was but literally, I, that was exactly a word. And everyone laughed and we had a bit of banter about it, but I, I actually had no idea why you did actually come back. Um, so I think this is worth discussing um, for people who are maybe a bit ap- apprehensive going on their own. So yeah, I'd like to get your, so you just got there and you sort of like just panicked a little bit and then booked a flight back. Was that what, did you wait yeah. up for a bit longer or did you almost immediately decide to? No, I was um, there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it was. I just got. I was. I was absolutely buzzing to go. Was well excited for the whole lot. Just kind of got there, and I don't know. I don't know. Just it was bizarre. Sat around and was sort of like lost all like confidence in myself to mm. speak to people, meet people, go out and do stuff. And yeah, I think I just panicked. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit, I can't do this. Not on my own. Mm-hmm. So came back to my comfort zone and just just came home. Was that in Auckland? Do you, I guess you were yeah. hanging around. Yeah, it's not the best place point to land. No, um, but you, don't, you yeah. don't really get much choice in New Zealand. Um, hindsight, I'd do it all. You know, I'd do it differently. But it was, yeah, it was it was weird. Is you know, I was so confident in myself to go out and be absolutely fine, mm. and then got there and was just like, oh my god. I don't yeah. know anyone or anything. I've never done this before. It's a tough it's one, tough. isn't it? Because you... I don't know why. I don't, I don't really know what happened. Because I, from what you've discussed, like, the last hour or so, uh, yeah. obviously a very social guy, and, like, you obviously get involved with all people in the hostels, and I would have thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, just, just check yourself in the hostel and get talking, I guess. Yeah. But the one thing I'd say about Auckland is, is I found it hard to really meet any people in hostels, all the people that we met in New Zealand was on the Kiwi Experience tour. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or in Wellington when uh, second time around where I lived, because I found Auckland a bit, I don't know, I don't describe it. It's a, it's a big city where it's a bit more about business. Now, there are backpackers yeah. about, but yeah. you wouldn't say there's a backpacker really. You go to other yeah. places. 
I think so, that's where I went wrong. Yeah, I mean, living and learn, obviously. Um, it's a great lesson there, isn't it? Like maybe just uh, you probably learned a lot about yourself on that weekend, should we say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll just tell everyone it's a city break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at least, at least you actually went. Like some people just never actually get on the plane. But um, yeah, well, I went for it and, you know, and oh, yeah, bottled it. I've taken out the hammer and in the band and side of things, but I was like, yeah. you know, I knew that was coming. I'm like, oh, that's fine. I was yeah, like, I do, I do feel bad about them. No, no, that, that, no, that's like, I do, I would do the exact same thing to someone else. But obviously, uh, I was saying on behalf of the group, I mean, yeah, we, we smashed it a little bit in the dressing room, but I guess we'll just please see you back. Like, you're yeah. a big part of the Acre Rangers group, it's not the be all end all, but um, no, no, Acre Rangers, but uh, yeah, I guess we're just kind of happy to see you come back, really. But yeah, maybe like for people going forwards, um, all depends what type of person you are, but if you're looking for a work visa um, and maybe a bit, bit of advice. Um, I did go to Australia. I just stayed in Australia on my own, but I kind of had a help because I've met people before and just stayed on, you know, like just stay on to the, under the country, yeah. right? But going somewhere new, oh yeah, I'd book in if you can to do something first, like maybe a queue experience or, Absolutely. or maybe going to hostel and, or even these days groups, like Facebook groups, people might be looking for a partner to, yeah, yeah. a camper van or something like um might be a good way to get settled in yeah that's one thing i'd say is just book a few things before you start mm -hmm. so that you can just get off the plane and bang you've done something bang you've done something else you've done some people else. yeah you'll love i think i just got off and was like right and now i've got to know speak to people and yeah i don't know i don't know what happened that's weird very bizarre but then you take them back since or not uh, not back to New Zealand, no. No. Do you plan? Do you, is that in your plans? Definitely. Yeah. At some point, I just need mm -hmm. to do it. You know, so I'll probably just do a, probably just go for like a couple of months. I think you can technically still get a work visa, mate, I think. Um, so I don't know if you know, but UK and Irish people, they get a second work permit. So if you've oh, done really? your first one, which you technically did because you went and for four days and came back, <laughs> that means you've done your first work permit. Um, oh. And that means that BUNAC, B-U-N-A-C, yeah, yeah. they offer another 12 months, a bit more pricey, uh, but it's the same conditions where you get a one-year work permit and you can go and do um, the same thing, you know, like work as much or little as you want uh, yeah. anywhere in New Zealand. Um, but they only offer it to UK and Irish people, but on the condition oh. that you only done one year. So if you actually went and extended like another it's 11 months you get, um, if you want to stay on, you don't you don't qualify but because you went and left after a year technically a year bees like we did yeah um you can get one up to your 35 so um oh really it is uh if you've got unfinished business which i'm sure you have it's definitely an option oh, for you to look yeah. into um maybe a bit after covid because new zealand are not accepting anyone at the minute oh, but, um, no, yeah, it's gonna be a while but but further down the line could be an option for you 100 percent. oh that's class that actually yeah i think um I don't think they had to stop it because it's only stopped now because of COVID, but I think they, we actually looked into it as another option. Um, yeah. Oh, that's definitely... Because you're a bit definitely. younger, it's definitely definitely an option for you. 100%. I'll be looking at that, 100%. There we go. Good man. Time and travel. I think um, due to time, we'll have to give Europe maybe next next time you come on, Toddy. It's not the first yes, time. Uh, we'll do Europe and interrogating, I think, because that's yeah, uh, worth yeah. uh, talking about. So I'm going to go into some travel questions, quick fire questions. 
It's travel question time. Yeah, I'll be looking forward to this. Yeah, yeah, and get a travel quote <laughs> from you, and then we'll we'll wrap this up. Yeah. Um, so uh, I normally sort of randomly choose these now because then we're website and people can prepare. But let's crack on. So I like to keep these quick. Uh, try and whatever comes to mind first, and then I'm keen to see what you think. So, what's been your favourite beach that you've been to on your travels? Uh, favorite beach. I've got three really. Yeah. Kotao. Yeah. Just because I love it at sunset. Uh, Bondi. Because mm-hmm. it's just I just it's just mega. And then Clearwater Bay, Kauraang, Somalem. Yeah, Kauraang. you mentioned that. Yeah. That one sensational. I want to check that out. Yeah, that's my new thing this afternoon. Do yeah, research well, on that. So good. Do you drink coffee? Yes, love it. Okay, where's maybe your best place that you had coffee uh, on your travels? Oh, my, the best coffee I have is in Norwich. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, at home. There's a, there's a little roastery in the city, Strangers. Strangers Coffee, yeah? Yeah, yeah that's, um, they're, they're bringing out some mega stuff at the minute. So Ethiopian coffee is my favourite. Yeah, okay, love that. Yeah. I heard, I heard really good things about Vietnam, and I didn't like the Vietnamese coffee. Okay, yeah, that's fair enough. I, I, I love the tea fair, but um <laughs> I just find it too condensed and sweet. Yeah, I mean they do have um sweet coffees there. It's a big thing in Vietnam. I don't, I don't like sweet coffee. But I made sure when we got coffees in Vietnam that we got the um the filter on the top. It's almost like a drip yeah. dripping coffee. Yeah, we, um, I had that and I'm sure the one I had was like that sweet, was sweet. it? Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Just really didn't enjoy it, so I was a bit guarded about that. No dramas. Okay. Um, what about your favourite city that you've probably been to? Sydney. Okay, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I don't think you know much trekking, but your favourite trek? Uh, this can be anywhere that we've not discussed as well, just an FYI. Yeah, I've not really done too much trekking. I mean, love trek. Uh, Blue Mountains, to be fair. Yeah. I, I probably would just say Blue Mountains. Yeah, dream. Over, the overall experience of it all. This is a tough one next. Favourite country that you've been to? If you can wrap one up. Uh, I'm going to say Bali. Oh, we didn't get onto Bali, did we? <laughs> no, we didn't. Um, okay. Well, Indonesia, I guess, technically, but... Uh, In- Indonesia, yeah, yeah, but uh, is it a specific island. Yeah, I'm probably going to say Bar- like Bali. We'll tag that Bali onto the next episode. The, I'll do yeah. your next episode, because yeah. I didn't like Bali, so I want to get your experience of loving yeah, Bali. Yeah, yeah, best co- yeah, country to live in would be Australia. Okay, yeah. But yeah, I adore Bali is amazing. So okay. just Southeast Asia in general. <laughs> yeah, you love it, don't you? Oh my <laughs> <laughs> uh, this might be an easy one. Your favorite party place? Oh no, nah, that's a difficult one. I'm, do you know, I'm gonna say Kotao. Okay. Because yep. Kotao pub crawl is my favorite pub crawl in Asia by far. Yeah, people love that, don't they? They get on like a like 20 old people just like you see if, if, if you're chilling out in Kotao you, you'll see this party come along because they're going from one place to another um, it's so good yeah it's up it's there. Just, like, there's like it's always like I've done it twice and then there is like 50 60 people on it mm. every yeah. time I've been it's so much fun okay I think that's probably my favourite party <laughs> love that yeah, yeah. your favourite landmark that you've seen like uh, could be a, a site 
you know, Highland Bay as an example, something like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, for that angle, what? Yes, of course. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. Um, what? This is a great question coming up. I love this question. Not really talk much about food, but what has been your favourite cuisine slash food that you've experienced? Um, Thai. Yeah, that's, that's up there, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's just so good. So cheap, so good, so fresh. Yeah. But I love, oh. yeah, I suppose Thai, because beef pho was similar to Thai. Okay. Sort of. I love, I absolutely love pho in Vietnam. Mm -hmm. Pho is good. I'm not a fan of Vietnamese food in general, though. So, but I love pho. So, mm. yeah, that's a mix for me. But pho is great. Oh. Like pho in, in oh. it's up there, isn't it? Yeah, I could smash that. I can't get angry now. <laughs> <laughs> Better get you to sleep. You're yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, your favorite activity that you've done, like, um, example, I, I put skydiving for mine. But what would be your favorite activity? Um. Probably diving. Oh yeah, where where did you dive? Yeah. We done. I've only done testers. I've not done my paddy. Okay. Um, I've not done my certificates, but we done diving the first time round when I went to Thailand in Koh Tao. Mm -hmm. That's pretty. That's class. I love diving. I've done it a yeah. few times in different places, um, and just love it. Okay. Oh, yeah, I don't know what it is. I, I think I'm quite good at it as well. <laughs> <laughs> Makes difference, isn't it? <laughs> I, do, I, do, I do always deal well with like the oxygen and proper slow breathing down there but yeah just feel oh i love it oh nice yeah um okay what is the best country um for value for money do you think where you know your money would go the furthest for accommodation partying drink food etc uh vietnam yeah i yeah. think the happy hour beers at 10 10 p wherever they are 30 p oh it's too good right so many hostels do free beers, free happy hours. And then yes, they do. You just eat pho every day. It's like 50p. <laughs> Bar me is like a pound. Every, every Vietnam is value for money, definitely the best. Love that. Okay, finally, last question. If you were to, um, this is probably my favourite question, if you were to give a bit of uh, advice or inspirational speech about why someone should go travelling, what would you say in a few sentences? Why people should? Um, it just opens up a different perspective on everything, I would say. Mm -hmm. Some people say it changes you. Don't think it necessarily changes you. Mm -hmm. But it just opens your it opens your mind to a different viewpoint and just improves you. Yeah. Tenfold. You're a better person after you travel. That's I think that's a similar message to a lot of people that I've spoken to in this podcast about why. Yeah, um, which it can't be a coincidence. No, it gives you just gives you so many different experiences, different cultures, different stories, and just yeah, just allows you to be. It does make you better. Yeah, and then then you then you can go back to Acle and tell the regulars down there what you're up to, right? Yeah, when I'm seventy five, like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got you got all those stories in the bank, but they've been in my day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love that. Um, do you have uh, a travel quote that you want to share? Because I've got one. Uh, I, I haven't really been able to find one. Okay. Apart, apart from just like, uh, I would just say just fuck your job off and do it. <laughs> I'm going to quote that. 
Just fuck yeah. the job off and do it. <laughs> it's better. Than, it's so, it's so much better than <laughs> earning money for someone else. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm, I'm absolutely stoked. That's on record. That's a great. Uh, yeah. That's that's, tick, that's tickled me. That a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's a bit more wishy washy than that. So um, I kind of wish I'd mine first and then yours. But hey, <laughs> I might swap it around. Um, yeah, so mine is from Mark Twain. He says that travel is fatal to prejudice, bigotry, and narrow-mindedness. And many of our people need it sorely on these accounts. Yeah. Um, which I think, uh, in terms of general society, um, I, yeah, definitely agree with that. Perfect spot on. As I say, it opens up your mind to yeah. a new perspective on everything. Yeah. Um, and it's also key to get out of the comfort zone, right, as well. Like you said, yeah, you went... Yeah. I was again... Uh, Going to Asia is out of your comfort zone. It's a different culture, a different way of doing things. Um, there's going to be some times you're like, oh, shit, what's going on there? But you kind of learn from those experiences, I think. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I've always, I, I have an attitude of, yeah. if something happens, it's done. Yeah. Get like, get over it. Don't dwell on it. Moan Just do it. it. I'll moan about stuff, yeah, of course, but. Oh, we will do. Yeah. Just deal with it. It's done now. You can't stop. You can't go back and change it. So. Yeah crack on to that get over and get on love it okay toddy yeah that's been a great chat um it's been a pleasure mate yeah love having you on um you'll definitely come back again because we've got more to share with um some more experiences yeah. that you're doing um maybe next time you have a bit more planning in terms of um calendar etc you can share yeah. with yeah, um, well now i know that uh, i can get a second visa in new zealand yeah look into that yeah the bunak visa yeah you can get a, 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 uh, for anyone who's irish or british you've done just done one year you can definitely get another year. It's a bit more expensive, but if you're gagging to go back for another year 100%. and work and travel, it's definitely an option. Yeah, but yeah, obviously, yeah. post vaccination program. Yeah, cool. Brilliant. Cheers, mate. Yeah, cheers for coming on. Um, this will be released on Monday as usual. And uh, yeah, I look forward to seeing the reaction. Tell your mates. Yeah. Good to see you. Take care of yourself, mate. Yeah, take care. All the best. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to my Winging It podcast today. You can check out my website, jameshammond.org, for all the links to all the platforms for your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Google, and Spotify. There's a contact form on the homepage for you to get in contact for anything you want me to discuss to do with travelling. Don't forget to check out my Instagram page, James Hammond Travel, where I post daily about my last 10 years of travelling, travelling, and more travelling. Finally, please rate the podcast. I really appreciate it if you rate it. Leave some comments, and I'd love to read them. Stay safe, happy listening, happy reading, and be inspired.